Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today is May the 9th, 2020. I mean, May the 10th, I'm sorry, 2023. And this is our All Lives Matter call with Dr. Alex Lloyd, mm -hmm. Dr. David Peck, and myself, Johanna Chan. I'll be assisting today. Before we hear from them, I want to share this disclaimer. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Alex Lloyd, David Peck, myself, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, take it away, guys. Thank you so much, Johanna. I'm Alex Lloyd. The good looking guy in green is Dr. David Peck. And um, I want to start today a little bit different. Welcome. Thank you for coming. But I want to start a little bit different today because of our topic. All right. So I'm about to do something. Just, just notice what you feel when I do this. Okay. You ready? I cannot believe you did that. Stop that right now. I that is just stupid. I can't. All right, that's it. Um, today, our topic is wrath. Wrath. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just want you to think a second today, and I'm going to toss it to you, Dave, right now. But when you experience wrath or anger from another person, how does that make you feel? Dave, take it away. Whoa. Thanks, Alex. That was cool. Um, <laughs> well, I got to think I, about that. I was late getting here because I just got off the client and had to run to the little boys' room. I meant to tell you in advance, and I was going to yell at you, but since I hadn't had a chance to tell you I was going to do that, I didn't want to do it because I, I, I didn't want to hurt your feelings or anything. So I had to do it in general. That's fine. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember when was the last time I got yelled at like that? Oh, no. Yeah, I do remember that now. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Um, Great. Thanks, Alex, so much. I mean, uh, so, yeah, I'm David Peck and uh, just really so happy to be working with Alex on this uh, and trying to really spread the word. And um, so um, first I have to make a confession. I watched myself, which I hate to do. I really apprehensive about that, but um just bit the bullet and manned up and saw myself. And so I could make adjustments and really just try to make myself a, a better present, better presenter. Um, one of the things that uh, I just would like to tell you is that I spent many years, um, as you know, Alex knows, but maybe the audience doesn't know as well, but uh, presenting and researching um a, a totally different topic and gave talks, international and national talks and was always presented very well. I had a set of slides that, you know, I'd follow on a PowerPoint. And I really knew the topic in, in detail, you know, sort of, a, you know, an international authority on college and cross-linking. 
But what I noticed is, so now that I've shifted into something that I'm totally, I'm not going to say totally clueless on, but really is very new to me. Um, I found myself very uncomfortable, you know, speaking about many of the, the areas. And, and so I, I'm, I'm learning, you know, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm, I'm getting better, but um, I'm going to um, try to um, uh, live up to the standard that, you know, I had previously had with other topics where I really was very comfortable speaking uh, on. So, um, so yes, the topic today, we're, we're doing a, a mini series on the seven deadly sins, which all, um, I guess, good Catholics know very well in depth about. Oh. And uh, today, uh, I was not, however, my grandmother who raised me was um, a devout Catholic and prayed the rosary three times a day. And I was always wondering, she, as a small child, what she was doing. And now I, I do know what she was doing. But so the, of the seven deadly sins, now we're on to number three and wrath or anger. And so my story um, basically is related to exactly what Dr. Lloyd was telling us before, is that it, it's, it was an impatience issue and a wrong goal issue. So... Uh, one of the things that's involved in doing uh, biomedical research is writing research grants. So I would have to write research grants um, every anywhere from yearly to every four or five years. When you get the big grant, it lasts for five years. So you get to sort of cruise for a while before you have to go, go in again with the grant application. But these grant applications, they were um, very stressful for me. Uh, I mean, um, if you don't get the grant, the, you, the, the whole process takes about a year. You submit the grant. First, you write the grant and you have to get all the research data for it. You submit the grant. Then there's a delay and processing that occurs. It gets goes to the government. And then there's a study section, a group of experts that review the grant. They give you a score and then you wait and to see based on where you're ranked, it's determined whether you get the money. And then, so you could go that whole year and then end up not getting the grant. And so you're like, oh, and then you get the, the comments back and then you have to revise the grant and then resubmit it. And this can go on and on. So you could put a, a huge amount of effort in and get no reward, no payoff. So in any event, when I would have these grant applications due, I would get terrible stress. And, and, and by the way, the, you know, the thing was, what was driving me was, was uh, probably a number of things, including, well, you know, I want to have this big research grant. And I want to be successful for all these social imaging reasons, all the wrong reasons, as it turns out. And so um, I would get stressed and I would bring that home to my family. And just like Alex was showing us earlier, <laughs> I would do the exact same thing, but to my family. So, so one of the things I would do, and Anna, my dear deceased wife, you know, that this was one of the things she hated about me was that I would pick fights. So, and she would tell me that was the one thing that, and I, I really was blind about it at the time, but any little thing, she would do something. I would pick, nitpick at it and try to, you know, start provoke a fight. And, the other thing that would I would do is just one example of this with my kids, my younger, you know, my kids, you know, we would be at the dinner table and at, after dinner, everyone would have to bring back their 
dishes to the sink and, you know, to clear the table. Well, sometimes, you know, the kids are young, you know, so they might forget and run off or whatever. And on, on a normal day, it might be just like, oh, it's no big deal. I'll just take it back and whatever. But when that grant deadline was due, boy, oh, my God, that wrath. What? You didn't take the dishes back? What are you going to, you know, it was a mountain to the molehill. And it was just constant. And uh, and so my younger son, Bubba, we call him Bubba. Um, he used to do this imitation of me. And it was so funny because this is a nine-year-old kid or something. He'd be like, rrr, 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 rrr. <laughs> yeah, I've got to see that I someday. Be. I need to see that someday. Bubba? Yeah, I, we should ask him for, for an effort to do, to do, a, uh, to do a, a rendition. But um, so, you know, and I, you know, I, in retrospect, I really feel quite bad about it. You know, they, I mean, I think they just had to put up with so much when those deadlines were due, yeah, well, the same, you know, it's the exact same act, clearing the dishes. One day it's no big deal. And the other day it's like the world just, you know, crumbled. So um, thank God for healing codes and right goals, not distress goals. I mean, it could have, the, 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 the goal of getting the grant could still have been a good goal, you know, to support my family, whatever there was much more involved with getting that grant and being prestigious and you know, succeeding in research that were not the right goals. And so um, I guess that's the lesson that I've learned. Um, but so I'll pass it to you now, Alex. Oh, th thanks, Dave. Um, I apologize, everybody. I've got to get on a little bit of a soapbox with this one. I've been praying about it all week and I just can't see a way around it. So please excuse me. Um, but I've, if I'm not going to tell you the truth, at least as far as what I know or believe it to be, I shouldn't be doing this. Okay. So I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, now you may disagree with it, but here's my soapbox. Um, most of you probably heard this is research that goes back probably 75 years, although it's been redone recently and they found basically the same thing. And that is that every child needs an approximate 10 to 1 ratio of positive to negative in order for them, when they get to be an adult, to be emotionally well. Uh, that is emotional well-being. They need 10 positives to every one negative. And the same research, and this has been done hundreds of times, redone, and they found the same thing every time as far as I know, the same research says that the kids for the last 75 years, basically, have been getting 10 negatives to everyone positive, not 10 positives to everyone negative. So the, the research really says it's amazing that as adults, we're as uh, well as we are emotionally, because the great majority of us did not get what we need to be okay as adults. In fact, the most, most of us got what we didn't need. Mm. What would make us not okay as an adult? And also the research, and this is newer, this is just in the last 20, 30 years that I'm aware of, says that adults in the past, this was all about kids, but then they started doing it on adults. What they found on adults is that we need a five to one positive ratio, five positives to every one negative, 
to be emotionally well as an adult and to stay emotionally well in the future. And that most, and, and yeah, you guessed it probably, the research found that for most adults, we get five negatives to one positive. And, and, and so it's really amazing that, I mean, this is crazy for me to say, because the World Health Organization and the United Nations just did a joint uh, media release talking about how emotional well-being is an epidemic right now. It is, it's gone from top 50 to top five. It's an epidemic, and it's getting bigger all the time. COVID had a lot to do with that, but it's not the only factor, okay? Um, so we're in this situation where almost none of us are getting what we need to live our best life. Okay, so let me take it a step further. The more in-depth research on this 10 to 1 and 5 to 1 negative ratio has found that approximately 50% of the negatives, both for children and adults, tend to be some form of anger. All right? So about half of what is causing us our problems, both as children and adults, is anger. And, and giving anger when it shouldn't be given, receiving anger when I should not be receiving it, okay? And um, uh, in the New Testament of the Bible, um, it says an amazing thing, and I think it's because God knew this stuff way before the researchers did. Uh, at least that's my two cents. But in the New Testament of the Bible, it goes this far. It says, don't let one single word come out of your mouth that is not encouraging and that does not build other people up. Don't let one word come out of your mouth that is not encouraging and building others up. Well, one word? I mean, how many words have I spoken that did not encourage or build thousands, maybe maybe more than that, a, a whole lot. In, in my youth, I had a big anger problem, okay? I remember being at a, at a big tennis match one time. I, I went to college on a tennis scholarship. This, was a, this wasn't in college. I think this was in high school. And it was this huge match against like us, us and our arch rivals. And I missed a shot or something. I don't remember what happened, but I became really, really mad that because this was a big match, I should have made that shot. I missed it. And without even hardly thinking, I just turned around and threw my tennis racket as far as I could throw it. Well, it went over the fence and landed in a tree and stuck there. <laughs> and, and, and my other racket, I had two rackets. The other one I'd already broken a string on. So I didn't have a third racket and there weren't any limbs low enough that you could climb the tree. You had to go get a ladder. So this entire huge rivalry match is interrupted for like 20 minutes. And, and I'm feeling like the biggest idiot there's ever been on planet earth. Everybody's kind of looking at me. Nobody's yelling at me, but you better believe I'm yelling at myself inside. Okay. As, as this whole big thing, the fans and everything are just 
on pause for Alex to get his racket out of the tree because he got mad and threw it, the idiot. And they were right, okay? Um, and I had to get over that. I was told I would not be playing anymore unless I got over that. And so I did. I got over it. But anger, if you experience anger, it is evidence that you have a wrong goal. Dave already said it, okay? And the goal is expectation-based, something in the future that you either want or don't want, okay? And so you're trying to control the situation, all right? That's the deal, all right? Well, a wrong, what, what, what's the big deal about a wrong goal? Well, the wrong goal, and this is research from Harvard, okay, Dr. Dan Gilbert, best-selling book, uh, research on the campus at Harvard. And what they found is that the reason that wrong goal is such a big deal is as soon as you have that wrong goal, and for many people, it's years, decades, or their entire adult life, it immediately puts your body into chronic stress. That's the deal with anger. It, Wait, once you achieve the goal, once you achieve the goal, Alex? Once you once achieve you the goal, what? Once you achieve the goal that you've no, been no, going No, 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 no. Having the goal. Having oh. that as a goal. Oh, okay, okay. Good. Puts you into chronic stress for as long as you have that goal. So when I, when I was in stress because I felt like I had to make this ten, win this tennis match, I was working against myself. I was putting my body in stress, which made it much more likely I could win the tennis match. When, when Dave was getting mad during the, um, uh, his uh, paper deadlines, yeah. he was making it harder for him to, himself to finish the paper. Right, right, right. Grants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anger works against yourself. You are making your own goals not happen. And you're making your wrong goals happen, okay? So of all of the negative emotions, I mean, everything comes from fear. That's true. And, and, and anger is fear-based. But anger is probably the biggest culprit of all the emotions for the average person. Anger from others in our childhood that we've not gotten by. Anger from other adults at a five-to-one negative ratio that is just too much for us to deal with and, and remain at peace. Uh, wrong goals that spike our stress, and, and then we become angry when the goal doesn't happen. Um, so wrath or anger, if we could eliminate that one emotion, Dave, I believe we would eliminate like 50% of our problems, of our mm -hmm. health problems. And, 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 uh, and emotional problems, but not just emotional, health problems, relationship issues, all of it. If you eliminate anger, you're probably eliminating 50% of your problem or more. For some people, that may be 90%, okay? For me, it was probably more than 50. I don't think it was 90. It was probably 60 or 70. So um, you cannot, it's impossible to have the life you want and anger at the same time. Can't have it. Choose one. So basically, the life you want or your anger. Choose so one. Basically, so basically we have to change our goals. That's right. You do.
That's right. And it, and it has to be a goal that even if it doesn't happen, you do not go to anger. Disappointment, fine. Right. Not anger. Right, right, right. That's right. that's killing yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Dave, you want to add anything? And then I just we, wanted, let's do a yeah. code. Okay, sure. Yeah. I just wanted to say one thing about just clarification. When you when you when you said when you were talking about the positive comments and you know the encouragement, I just wanted to add in there that. The intention is still important in yes. that setting yes. because, you know, you could be like, say, like buttering someone up or something like that. And that would not necessarily be what we're talking about. Right. That's right. That's okay. right. That's right. right. No, not not false encouragement. Right, right, right. Real, right. true. I'm speaking the truth. Uh, oh, that, and that's a great point. Um, how many of you have, have told someone? Oh, I love your shirt or I love your blouse <laughs> yeah. when, when you hated it. Okay. <laughs> Don't do that. That hurts that per. You think you're helping that person by doing that. You're not. It hurts them. They don't know it consciously, but unconsciously they can sense that, that you don't believe that. And, and to you, your mind is interpreting that as a lie and spiking your own stress. So, mm you're doing both of you a dis, uh, a disservice. Just, just, I mean, instead of that, just say, well, you know what? It's not my taste, but I'm just thrilled that you like it. That's great. Wonderful. Congratulations. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled you like it. Um, it's not bad. It's just not my taste. I mean, <laughs> put, it, put it in a positive way where you're still telling the truth. You know, right. don't say, I hate that. I can't believe you wore that shirt. <laughs> no, no, no. That's back to the anger. We're not Unless you're that. talking to me, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, Johanna, I have a question for you. Yes. I have to leave at 1.30. Could you take over code stuff if I have to leave? Sure. Okay, thank you. All right. Okay. I'll try Sorry, to make everybody. it. I'll, I'll try to make it quick so we can get yours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So we're, we're, we pray, we request that all destructive, negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits, false limiting beliefs, and any relationship issues related to wrath or anger be found, opened, and healed through love, light, truth, and God. Amen. Okay. And the first position, left hand bridge, right hand temple, left hand bridge, right hand temple for wrath. No wrath. Mm. Let's wrap up the wrath and put it in the freezer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the old fish. Right. Okay, second position, left hand bridge, right hand jaw. Left hand bridge, right hand jaw. Third position, left hand bridge, right hand Adam's apple. 
left hand bridge, right hand Adam's apple. Fourth position, left hand jaw, right hand temple, left hand jaw, right hand temple. Okay, fifth position, left hand temple, right hand jaw, left hand temple, right hand jaw. Fifth position. Okay, back to the first position. Left hand bridge, right hand temple. We'll just do a quick second round. Left hand bridge, right hand temple. Position one. Second position, left hand, bridge, right hand, jaw. Left hand, bridge, right hand, jaw for wrath. Third position, left hand, bridge, right hand, Adam's apple. Left hand, bridge, right hand, Adam's apple. Fourth position, left hand jaw, right hand temple, left hand jaw, right hand temple. In fifth position, left hand temple, right hand jaw, left hand temple, right hand jaw. Okay, that's two cycles. All right. I think I'm going to need to pass it to Johanna. Are okay. you okay with that, Johanna? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm sorry, buddy. I've got a big mouth and I talk too much. <laughs> sorry. I love you, though. I love you, though. God bless. Thanks, we love Alex. you. All right. So we're going to do um, the governing, I mean, the uh, meridians and the acupoints. Just follow David. Okay, we're going to start with the eyebrows. Under the nose, chin, thumb, index finger, side of the hand, under the eyes, under the nose, collarbones, sore spot, under the arms. Index finger, little finger, and now the 9G, tapping the gamut point. Eyes closed, eyes open. Eyes look down to the right, eyes look down to the left. Roll the eyes in a circle, 
Roll the eyes in the opposite direction. Hum. <laughs> Count. One, two, three, four, three, four, five. Four, five. Hum again. <laughs> We're going to stimulate the governing and conception. We're going to start at the base. We're going to slide all the way up without stopping over the face to the top of the spine. Okay. Again, start at the base, slide all the way up and over. And let's do it one more time. Start at the base, slide all the way up and over. And now we're going to open and harmonize the energy centers. Let's start with the solar plexus or the tummy. Open, harmonize. Slide up to the throat. Open. Harmonize. Slide down to the heart. Open. And harmonize. Slide all the way up to the crown, top of the head. Open. And harmonize. Slide all the way down to just below the belly button. Open and harmonize. And let's go back to the heart. Open and harmonize. We're going to do an uh, healing code two, both hands touching below the belly button. Breathe nice and deep. Relax. Now let's place the left hand on the brainstem and the right hand on the high bridge. Now place both hands on the heart middle of your chest, let's see at this process. If you know of any of the other um, extra minutes for Trilogy, you can certainly do that now. And we just release this now to you in love. All right. All right, David. So I guess what I'm going to do is um, go ahead and open the line. Well, let's see. We have any questions? Let me. Uh, I'm going to open one line. It's April. She's had her hand up. I want to see what she has a question before we go into the personal codes. So April, where'd you go? I okay. April. I think I've opened your line, April. Hi, sorry, I was trying to to uh, lower my hand so that I didn't like just leave <laughs> the whole time. Well, yeah, I was just I was just um, going to say thank you for uh, Dr. Alex. He's he's already gone for the day, but I did I did want him to 
to I I did want to say thanks for starting this so many years ago and putting all that time into it. And I, I've never really thought to pray for, you know, things that you guys go through. And um, recently I've started doing that just because I don't know. I know maybe it was last week or week before I was like, hey, is Dr. Alex okay? <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, everybody's got stress. So, you know. Does he, does he seem really back to normal, April? Does he seem back? Does he seem back to normal? No. 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 Hmm. I guess he's. I guess he's got a lot of responsibility, and maybe he's embarked on a great mission. And you guys are doing, you know, this huge thing. And and uh, I don't know. Maybe he's laying down his life for us all. I don't know. Maybe it's my imagination too. That's always a possibility. <laughs> but I do appreciate y'all. And I, I, I'm grateful for however many, you know, there's so many of us that we were in a bad place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's helped us. He's helped a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I'll I don't want to go back. I mean, I know yeah. it seems like, you know, we're always kind of pushing, pushing against the, it seems like nobody in, in my, my area of, you know, Nobody in my household, nobody in my life, nobody that I know, no, nobody's got time for this. Nobody's got time to do the real inside work, you know, the core healing, the sort heal the source. So it's a constant battle to try to to try to fight, fight for time to, to do this stuff. But I I'm grateful, grateful grateful for all you've done and all you guys are, are doing new people that have come on and and joined in your your mission you know april i i totally sympathize with what you're saying because it's it's almost like we're we're on the fringe because we're actually doing the healing right yes but sir. what i would say is that we we are being rewarded you know and and uh and 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 so um you know, we're all, I think we're all really grateful for that, you know, that, that, that we're reaping the benefits, even though, you know, it may be difficult being surrounded by, you know, a lot of people that aren't really on the same pathway or the same journey, but whoever we can be an example for, I'm sure that you're many people in your life that know you or knew you see how things have changed for you and are inspired in one way or another, even if they don't take the, the leap themselves to do the healing code in some way, you must be, you know, affecting them and impacting them in a positive way. Yeah, I don't know. Y'all keep doing what you're doing, though. We'll try. <laughs> God you. willing. And thank you, April. And God bless you for being so faithful to come on these calls and send in your questions. Um, I'm sure just the fact that you're sharing the things that you do is encouraging others to also examine what they're going through. And, you know, even though we may not hear from them here, I'm sure it's 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 a good example of just being open and willing to have your heart healed. So God bless you, April. 
Thank you. Y'all too. Okay. All right. So we have another hand up. And Annie, I'm not sure if you wanted a code or if you wanted a question. So I'm going to open the line if you have a question. Do you want to unmute? Hi, Johanna. Hi, Dr. David. Um, yes, I actually uh, did want a custom code. Um, I never know when to raise my hand for that. I just always raise it after Dr. Alex and Dr. David are done with their codes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So hold on one moment. I'm going to go ahead and mute. I mean, and stop the recording. So just a moment. 